the children of the forest. Welcome to episode 65 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adults. I'm Anna, and I'm Ten. I'm Liam, and I'm Mate. Yep. And uh, Liam, you're a little under the weather today, so a um, little tummy, tummy sickness. Uh, so if you have to, you know, bolt off the bed into the, the bathroom to, to vomit, um, you know, just... Uh, We'll just pause it. Daddy, you have to do literally, <laughs> literally. Sorry, yeah. I got it. I got it on the brain. It's been, you know, it's, it's uh yeah, it's no fun. But uh, but you're feeling pretty good, so we're gonna record anyway. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, so uh, some Star Warsy stuff that's been happening. Uh, well, podcasty stuff. We were recently listed on Hypable.com's list. Uh, the hashtag tripod recommendations: the best podcasts to try in 2017. And they listed ten podcasts, and we were one of them. Which we is... were the first one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like it. They, you know, it was. It wasn't in like order of when you should try them, but we were on the top of the page, which was like even, even cooler, and, and just <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw it. If um, someone wants to go there, and then they want to stop reading. <laughs> right. They will definitely read ours because <laughs> right. ours is the first. Right, right, and we were the only Star Wars one on there, which was you know. Of course, there's a ton of different podcasts, right? There's news podcasts, and there's a podcast for almost almost every television show you can think of. Is there a podcast uh, on Brave? A Brave podcast? Well, there's Disney podcasts <laughs> that I guarantee you reviewed the movie and talk about the movie Brave. Um, but I'm not sure if there's specifically just a Brave podcast. I don't know. Um, um, wouldn't be too long. Yeah. Well, who knows? Uh, there's, a, there's definitely a, many Harry Potter podcasts. There are. There's a there's a podcast called uh, Star Wars Minute, and every episode of the podcast is about a minute of Star Wars. And they start at, you know, they started at A New Hope, I believe, and they're going through every single movie. And every episode, they just take a one minute chunk, and they go through all the movies Whoa, and discuss what happened. Is that like every day or something? No, it's not. I don't think it's every week. Whoa! Um, they must yeah. have been doing that for a long time. What what part are they on? I don't know. I don't. I, I have to admit that I don't listen to it. But it's a great idea. I just it there's is so a good many idea. there's so many podcasts to listen to, and I, I can't listen to them all. I wish I had the time to do that, but I don't. So this article was written by a person who I'm friends with on Twitter, uh, McCall Schick, and. I just, I'm really grateful to her for writing this up, and uh, I almost want to read the review on the show. It, I, I commented to you kids, it's like, if I read, if I wrote a review and gave it to somebody and said, hey, can you post this review and pretend that you wrote it for our show, <laughs> I would write the review that she wrote. I mean, yeah, it's like, I just like can't, perfect for um, us. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's what we're shooting for. Uh, you know, you it's would. it's what we're going for. You so, wouldn't do that, though. No, I would not do that. No, that would be dishonest. Uh, and I almost want to read the review on the show, but that would just be crass. That would just be, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But you can go to hypable.com and uh, and check it out. We'll have a link to it on our on our website, of course. Um, yeah, so just thank you, thank you, Michal. I uh, really really appreciate it. Uh, you are too kind, um, but thank you. 
So something that I just put up on the website, speaking of the website, is uh, an interview with uh, our listener, Laura, who is also a supporter on Patreon. So we did the uh, Get to Know a Children of the Force listener, and I did a written interview with, with her back and forth for a while, and uh, just published that up on the website. So uh, Get to Know a Children of the Force listener, and, and go to childrenoftheforce.com, and uh, you know uh, read all about Laura. Uh, it's just really cool to kind of learn what kind of, you know, who we have listening to us. And, and I always love learning about different kinds That's of Star cool. Wars fans. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty happy about that. Um, thank you again, Laura, for participating in that interview. Uh, this is not Star Wars, but geeky, uh, Liam, you and I went to the, uh, an exhibit at the Minneapolis Institute of Art and it is the, uh, Basically, the, the personal collection of Guillermo del Toro, who has made some freaky movies. And some of the th a lot of the things in the exhibit were very freaky. Uh, we went with uh, Children of the Force listener Evan and his son Wyatt. And we heard Wyatt on the show just a couple weeks ago ask us how can you learn to be, uh, how do you learn about Jedis, right? Um, what did you think about the Guillermo del Toro show, Liam? Cool. Cool. I want to go. Yeah. Did it give you nightmares? No. No, but there's like a lot of really freaky monsters and stuff. They didn't give you nightmares. Trust me, you don't want to look at the TV, Xana. <laughs> I'm not gonna look at so, the really, really so, freaky movies. Really interesting like to Pan's me. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> like what's that? So um, it's about a girl who lives with her dad and her dad. Uh, well, her, her mom, mom married yeah. someone that's in the army, and he's like really mean to his soldiers. <laughs> So he finds this passage. I just I just want a little bit so, of summary. Like, what's this basic about? Okay, so she goes into a labyrinth, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of freaky monsters that try to kill her. Okay, uh, good to know. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So, and, uh, full. I, I need to say this. I need to say this, Liam. You have not seen Pan's Labyrinth, so just everybody listening, just so you know, uh, my eight-year-old son has not seen the movie. Um, Do you although think I you can did, tell her what happened at the end? Let's, let's not talk anymore about the plot of it, just in case people want to see it and they don't want to be spoiled. But uh, but you did see, so they had TVs there showing selected clips from uh, Del Toro's movies, and some of them were, uh, you know, not really for kids. Um, you could say the whole exhibit wasn't really for kids, <laughs> but... Uh, I still want to go, though. But it, you, you would like it, Anna, I think. It's, why it? He was watching the freakiest part <laughs> okay. of the whole movie, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I don't wait, know. Daddy. I don't know um, if he. I don't know if he. Uh, he he quite understood what he was looking at. Thankfully. Yes, how old Anna? is Wyatt? He's five. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. so a five-year-old could handle that. Sure. Well, sure, but you know, different kids are different, and some kids are very visual, and visually visual things will will keep them up at night for months. You know, when Liam, when you were five, you were having nightmares about the Wicked Witch. You were, True. you know, so, and you had seen things that were scarier than the Wicked Witch, I think, in movies and, and TV, probably, but for some reason, you know, certain things just stick with you and certain things don't, and uh, the Wicked Witch freaked you right out. I'm not really scared with, like, like really creepy things, like, mm -hmm. I can stand, like, creepy monsters. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're freaky, yeah. but not pants if they're not, like, attacking someone <laughs> or something like that... Then I'm oh. gonna, and then I'm fine with looking at it. Sure. But yes, exactly, and that's why I found it. They're really like attacking mm. someone and like actually trying to kill them, mm. and yeah, like if I saw like um like that 
that giant monster with the eye on his hand or whatever mm-hmm, yeah. from that coming mm-hmm. towards me, trying to hurt me, I would freak oh, out and run away. I know about him. I showed. I took a picture. But the picture. <laughs> but if but if I just saw a statue yeah. of them, I would be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Right. Well, and that's the thing. So. Liam, you weren't afraid of these statues that were like right there and you could see them and and touch them. You know, you weren't supposed to, but you could if you really wanted to. And, you know, uh, they're right there. But what scared you was the images on a screen, which aren't there. But, but they're, they're moving yeah, they and they seem you. real when yeah. you see them. Right. No, I get it. I understand. It would um, be worse. Hurting people. But it's not actually, you know, it it's all acting. You know, it's all pretend, right? Yeah. I have the best idea. What's the best idea? So Anna? basically, you basically just put, you know, what, what's that thing called again? The visual thingy that you put over your eyes. Virtual reality? Yeah, uh-huh. virtual reality. Yeah. So you should make a virtual reality that is strapped to your head. Yeah. And you basically walk around mm-hmm. and you're the main character in a movie. And you can pick any movie you want and you can pick any character you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> and you okay. would be in the movie. So, that would be even so scarier? cool. Wouldn't no, it, no be... it doesn't. Wouldn't have to be a scary oh, movie. It could okay. be like Frozen or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I'm sure one day that might happen. They might make VR movies. That'd be super cool. Daddy, I just thought of something. If mm-hmm. I was on and Frozen, I would have to kiss Kristoff. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would take it off before, <laughs> uh-huh. and then, and put, then it put it back, back on. on. Sure, mm. sure. Well, it's only in virtual. You're only virtually right, kissing right. him, so it's not like right. you know. Uh, <laughs> That's weird. You're only virtually <laughs> kissing like, him. When you were doing the virtually kissing, like, uh-huh. like okay, that just, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like there's actually like, in front of you. No, there wasn't. You you didn't know. You uh-huh. were just. When you were doing that, you were also just kissing here, and then you mm. realized that there was someone standing in front of you. And <laughs> so, this is the limitations of virtual reality, right? Is that right. there's no like physical input; it's just all visual. But you know, people have theorized, or, or there's even some suits that you can wear, right? That um, they will give you resistance, right? So, like if you if you punch a wall in VR, the suit that you're wearing would stop your arm right at the wall. And it would almost be like you punched the wall. So maybe you'd wear a mask and and the mask would like interact with your lips so that it felt like you were actually kissing someone you actually kissed. <laughs> 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 like, right when you were doing that, your the lip parts you know, <laughs> turned in and they started like sure. doing this bubbly stuff. So the bubbly like, stuff. <laughs> And it started like, <laughs> and then it started moving a little. Oh my gosh, I love this tangents. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so, okay. So, you know, we're all laughing about it, but honestly, like, by the time you guys are in your, like, 40s and 50s and stuff, we have no idea what kind of technology is going to be out there. There could totally be something like that. There could be a flying car. Well, no. yeah. I mean, they've been talking about flying cars for hundreds of years so when <laughs> when the future or whatever go looks back like to the car. future yeah it went to the future it was like last year <laughs> yeah it went to last year and it but, showed all these hoverboards and flying yeah, cars right, right. and there was everything which actually is kind of funny because actually hoverboards do exist kind of 
Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's usually the way it is, right? We predict the future. It feels like it. And a lot of times we're totally wrong when we predict the future. And certain things happen that you could never imagine, like the internet. Right. There was no internet in the future and back to the future. They they hadn't even considered it, you know. Yeah, um, I can't consider anything like that either. Like right. how would how would they they how would they like improve computers? How would they do that? Well, get like implants. A lot of times when you watch movies where there's like far into the future, you'll have um like a computer implanted into your brain, right? And then the way you blink or the way you move your head can activate the computer and then you can access it in your brain and then get the answer that you're looking for. And, you know, you Google without using a computer because the computer is attached to your brain inside of your head. And that... Okay. That's frightening. I really hope Uh that nothing like the Hunger Games happens in the future. I really hope that's so. Because that would be super sad if it did. Yeah. It's not going to happen, Anna. Yeah. I know, Definitely but still, it's scary happen. to think about. Yeah, yeah. Well, then don't think about it and you won't be scared. Liam. <laughs> but it's also kind of fun to think about. Yeah. <laughs> How is it fun to think about people dying? <laughs> Well, it's fun to watch a movie about it. Yeah, so it's fun to think I mean, about it. Sometimes it's not really it's not fun, fun to, think about to watch Hunger Games, but you, you it's, it's get something movie. out of the experience. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've only read the books, and I have watched the first movie. Was it just it the first It doesn't count, yeah. though, because all my friends were being so loud and I couldn't hear it at mm. all. Okay, so maybe someday... You'll watch those movies. I think you could watch them. It's Me too. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could. Maybe not yet, but I don't know. You, you kids are getting older. You're getting older. Well, that was a, a very, very long, tangent. long tangent, but that's fine. That's okay. And we, if we have to, have you know, to cut start. other stuff out, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yep. The man opens up boxes that are hard to close. All right. Huh? So. The box of this conversation. It's open and then we... Okay, let's close it. Three, two, (laughs) one, close. And of course, we just watched today the Rebels Season 3 finale, Zero Hour, the two-part finale, which is quite (laughs) exciting. But honestly, like, I don't know... uh, Yeah, it was really good. Um, It was a good ending to the season. I'm kind of glad we're not doing a reaction core for it, though, because I feel like we have questions and stuff, and there's stuff to talk about, but eh, there's other news that I wanted to talk about, which is why we're not doing... We said that we probably would do a special episode just talking about Zero Hour. I think we'll just kind of hit on some points in our review, though. We'll do a review later in the episode, and we'll tell you when that's coming up so you can skip it if you want. Maybe we'll do it at the very end of the episode. We can talk about it a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. yeah like we'll wait the till the very, very end. Very yep. end. So after people the can credits, just, like, stop after, after the, the credits. credits and everything. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Like, after... Um, May the Force, May the force be with force you. Then we'll start. And then it just cuts off really fast. And we're like, okay, let's talk about this now. So, we have a giveaway. We are giving away that Ray. Uh, that Black Series Ray, super cool Ray action figure. Uh, that giveaway ends in a few days. Actually, when you're listening to this, it ends in a, about a day or two. I might extend uh, extend it until next Monday, which will be, what, April? 
I'm going to look at my calendar really quick. So I said that it would be, uh, the contest would be done at the end of uh, March, but that's on Friday. So I'll give people the weekend also, and then it'll be done on April 3rd is when we will announce the winner. And, uh, you know, I was looking at our iTunes reviews and I realized, cause I was Googling iTunes reviews and, and, uh, I don't know how I saw this, but I realized that I only look at the United States version of iTunes and there's no way to see worldwide iTunes reviews unless you go to every single country's page for iTunes. There's a different page for each country. So I went through and I went, I looked at our listener stats and I went and I marked every country that has ever listened to children of the force. (laughs) <laughs> because I really wanted to make sure I didn't miss any reviews. Which country has the most? Um, well, the United States. Yeah. But um, I, I only found, and maybe I didn't you know, check all the countries I should have, but I found a couple more reviews. And, uh, and I wanted to thank the reviewers. Uh, I wanted to thank Chris from Star Wars KidCast and Nick from London for uh, writing reviews on iTunes. And, uh, and apologize for not thanking you sooner. I didn't see them because I only saw reviews that were written in the United States. So just want to thank you both uh, for those awesome reviews and uh, wanted to let you know that you will be entered into that contest. And anyone who has ever uh, written a review in iTunes for Children of the Force will be entered into this contest. So if you haven't, uh, go do that really quick. You can just say, great show. You can say anything. Um, You can say, okay show. That's fine. And uh, you'll be entered into the. You, you could say, say. You could say, I want a reaction figure. <laughs> you know, you could say anything you, you could, want. You could say, this show's boring, but I still want the reaction figure. <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> we would rather you not, <laughs> but you can if you and want. And her name will be entered, and then if you win, you'll probably feel bad about it. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, enter. And, if you uh, win, we'll pick again. We'll pick. No, we won't. No, we will not. We're honest here at Children I of the Forest. We are honest. Because we're honest. We're honest. All right. What is that sound? Do you guys hear that sound? No. Oh, I I hear it. Do you hear it? I I think it's outside. I hear it. I think it's like a beeping noise or something. It's coming from that book over there. It's what's that sound? (laughs) Listen. All right. I read the thermal denominator. (laughs) Denominator? (laughs) Oh, wait a second. Thermal Is it a a common thermal denominator, (laughs) Anna? No, no, it's an uncommon thermal denominator. <laughs> oh goodness! Okay, a lot of laughter this episode. That's okay. Anyways, so I read right. that. So, so I, like, hmm, I think it's a beeping sound. It is. Hmm, a beeping sound. It is. So we're gonna listen to this thermal detonator. Okay, we're gonna find out. So what's that sound? Is of course the segment where we talk about how sounds in Star Wars are made, and almost always we're getting this information from the Sounds of Star Wars by J. W. Rinsler, uh, which is also the case today. So I'm gonna turn to page 157, and I'm going to play the sound because this thing has this awesome, this book is like the best book ever. So I'm gonna play the sound of the thermal detonator uh, in this book, and then we'll talk about how they made it. All right, so there's a lot of beeping. Um, and, but there's also like certain kinds of, uh, like scraping noises sort of, right? And those sounds were made by recording the servo motors that moved among other things in the Jabba the Hutt puppet, Jabba's eyes. So Ben Burt 
went inside the Java puppet because, you know, people were in there, right? Mm -hmm. Moving the puppet, but there's these little motors in there too, right? So someone outside of the puppet would move using like a remote control, move Java's eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And there's little motors inside. And he, because this Ben Burt must have, he just brought a sound recorder every single place he went and recorded every sound he could find, right? And he mm -hmm. would just use those sounds in the movie. It's just so cool. So he recorded the sound of these little motors in, in the Java puppet. And that is how they made, uh, not the beeping noise, because that beeping noise is kind of, you know, that's just a... Yeah, plain old beep, I think. I mean, I'm sure there's some story behind the beeping noise, too. <laughs> but um, but the other noise is those motors inside the Java Puppet, which is super cool. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, I just I think it's kind of weird that, like, the sound came from something that was in the movie already. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's like a form of, like, sound cannibalism, like eating your own movie. I don't know. All right, so let's head on over to the news. So Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, spoke at the Future of Tech and Entertainment Conference at Shutters on the Beach at Santa Monica. And why are we talking about this? Why are we talking? Who cares about Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, and that he spoke at this conference? Because he said he gave a bunch of Star Wars news. At this conference, I don't know why this is a place where news is dropped. I just, it's really odd to me, but, uh, but Bob Iger, I think, you know, um, I think he maybe wasn't supposed to say all this stuff, but he just did anyway. Cause I suppose he's the president of Disney. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, getting in trouble. He's like, I own the company. I can say what I want. I don't know. I wonder if Bob Iger has to sign an NDA. You guys know what an NDA is? Nope, but it it's sounds an, awful like, like a DNA. A DNA, you know, it's not a DNA. Uh, it is a non-disclosure agreement. So actors and, and people who work on movies, they have to sign, on most movies, they have to sign an NDA. That means they will not tell anyone about the movie. And in the NDA, it might say, if I tell someone, I will make less money, maybe, than originally our contract said. Right? Like, they'll be punished. So, like, the actors for, like, The Force Awakens, they all Did signed John an NDA. Did John Boyega get punished? And John Boyega. Punished for what? He told something. The biohexacrypt? The biohexacrypt no. poster? John Boyega. Someone's you mean Jang Wen? Maybe. You mean the actor for Baze? Yeah. He, he spoiled something? Yeah! Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I feel so bad about that. But it's possible. If he didn't, it's I, possible. I would... I, if he did, I'd yeah. be so mad. It's possible, though. I mean, it's a contract. It's, part, it's like a legal contract, you know. Anyway, so I don't know if Bob Iger has to sign one of these things. He owns the company, so maybe he just can say whatever he wants. Anyway, Bob Iger revealed, because that's apparently how this information comes out these days. Bob Iger, not like a there's a Star Wars news show, <laughs> like a Star Wars show or something. It's not like they can, you know, announce this stuff on that. No, Bob Iger, a, a name every Star Wars fan is familiar with, Bob Iger. Uh, I didn't know about him that. <laughs> anyway, I just think it's weird. It's just a weird way to drop news. And I don't know. So Bob Iger revealed a few things at this conference and i suppose these could be considered spoilers maybe because maybe he like i said he wasn't supposed to talk about this stuff but um 
I don't think they're really that spoilery, but if you are super, super sensitive to spoilers and you don't want to know anything, uh, just skip the news. It's probably going to take the next, you know, five, ten minutes. All right, so here's some things that Bob Iger said. Quote, We're starting talk about what could happen after episode nine. About what could be another decade and a half of Star Wars stories. So that's another 15 years after episode nine. So they're planning that far out. Which, I mean, we know that they're going to keep making Star Wars movies. Like, that's not news. But it's pretty awesome that they're planning that far out. That's some planning. I hope they make it 10, 11, 12. I mean, episode 9 is going to come out in, let's see, 8's coming out this year. So, 2019, right? So, 15 years after that. I mean, Anna, you're going to be. Don't. 20. You're going to be like. Tell me. In your late 20s. Oh my gosh! <laughs> They're planning Star Wars up until you're in your late 20s. Then I'll be like 20. <laughs> right, you'll be in your mid-20s, yeah. <laughs> so that's... You'll be able to drink beer. <laughs> you both will be. <laughs> you'll be able to drink beer with me. <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to introduce me to all this oh, all no. this awesome new I, beer. I'm not going <laughs> to drink beer until I'm oh. like 25. Okay, sounds good. Probably more save. I'm going to drink sure. beer the second I turn 21. <laughs> well, you it's know, gonna, gonna be like, everybody's different. And probably okay. spit it out because I'm not midnight. used to it. Okay. It's midnight in five okay, seconds. I have this bottle here. Yes, from. yes. Oh, my goodness. Five, four, three, <sighs> two, one. Gulp. That's what I did. That's when I had my first drink of beer. Literally, right. go like this. Mm, no okay so oh. let's we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that off the show yeah uh, okay so this other thing that bob Iger said <laughs> i love the tangents this is the tangent show today <laughs> when we bought lucasfilm we were going to make three films episode eight nine and ten seven eight and nine sorry said Iger. uh we had to deal with tragedy at the end of 2016 uh, carrie fisher the tragedy being her death of course Carrie Fisher appears throughout 8. We are not changing 8 to deal with her passing. Her performance remains as it is in 8. In Rogue One, we had some digital character. We are not doing that with Carrie. So they are not changing Episode 8 at all, according to Iger. And then, I guess all the changes will come to the story in 9. That makes me wonder. I mean, I don't know. That's really... That really surprises me. And I don't want to speculate too much about it because it feels almost disrespectful. But does that mean that, that Princess Leia always died at the end of 8? So they didn't have to change it at all? I don't know. That's that's the extent of what I will speculate because I'm. I, it just feels weird to me to talk about that. Um, but I'm glad... Aren't you glad that they're yeah. not really changing anything? I'm glad anything? that they're not changing, and I'm glad that they're yeah. not doing CGI, too. Yeah, yeah. He also said the movie will follow Han from the age of 18 to 24. Nice. The Han Solo standalone. A few years. So we will see an 18-year-old Han Solo and a 24-year-old Han Solo and maybe some ages in between. I'm looking forward to the 18-year-old Yeah. yeah. That should be, be so interesting. Young. So in A New Hope, he was 30. Okay, so we will see him at the oldest six, six years, years before A New Hope. And at the youngest, we will see him uh, 12 years before A New Hope, right? Yeah, 12 years before A New Hope. 
Um, so that is during the Empire, right? Not during the Clone Wars, but we know that he was, you know, he was alive before uh, the end of the Clone Wars. Oh, um, and how many years before Episode 7? Before Episode 7? How many years? Uh, I don't know. Don't make me do math on the show, Liam. I can do it. What is <laughs> I mean, it? What is the question? Uh, well, let's see. Between six and seven, it's 30 years. And from episode four to episode six is total about five years. So it's 35 years. Uh, 35 plus 12 is 47 years. So about 47 years before The Force Awakens. But the movies also count. They're also... Oh, the time of the movies? Yeah. No, I know. But yeah, but 47. All right. So um, I'm assuming most of the movie will take place when he is 24. Like, think about how Rogue One, we saw Jin when she was young, but then most of it we saw when she was older. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I wonder if, like, the 18-year-old Han will be just the first little bit. So at the end of the movie, we'll be only about a year before when Rebels began. Just to give you a little idea of the time period of this, right? The the rebellion doesn't really exist yet in the Han Solo movie. Well, so it will not be about the rebellion, right? We probably won't even hear about the rebellion. I mean, at the beginning of Rebels, there was not a rebel alliance. That just happened this season in Rebels, pretty much. Where they all kind of got together. That was... So, second, wow. second, third season. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, so that information all came from Variety, or no, sorry, from Hollywood Reporter. Um, but uh, Deadline.com had a little bit more information. I think they had somebody there also at this conference. And uh, they had said that Iger said that in the Han Solo movie, you'll see him, quote, acquiring a certain vehicle and meeting a certain Wookiee. You'll also discover how he got his name. What do you think that means, Liam? How he got his name? I don't know if it's in the... If they mean, like, in the movie, how he got his name, or, like, outside the movie. Well, in the movie, he said. You'll discover how he got his name. I think I know. Does that does that mean... What do you think, Anna? I th- Like, how Han Solo got his name? How he got his name. I think it means that um, he is... That isn't his real name. That Han Solo is not his real name? Yeah, that it's just like a stage name, but not a stage name, right. like a fake name, uh-huh. like Wild Style. <laughs> like Wild Style, yeah. <laughs> or or hmm. um, F- or Flynn Rider. Sure, yeah. His real name's Eugene something. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Liam? Flynn do you think that's Rider. what it could mean, Liam? Who's Flynn Rider? From you haven't watched Tangled. Tangled in a long oh. time. Oh. <laughs> do you think that's what it could mean, Liam? That that and actually Flynn Rider is very much a Han Solo type character. Uh, yeah. Very much. Uh, yeah. Do you, did you think that that that's what it could mean, Liam? That Han Solo it is could. not his actual name. So and it could mean that. It could mean that. That's what I'm assuming. If I heard that, I was like, that's probably how he got his name. Like how he got his name yeah. it would be weird to show his birth or oh, how sure. he or, or like talk to his parents mm. or how would we find that out <laughs> sure, sure, so sure. it would make more sense yeah, yeah if yeah. he just like made up a name liam did you ever read that return of the jedi storybook you read that whole thing right yep okay do you remember the part in that book where luke is kind of thinking about han solo and he thinks to himself 
that he's one, he's often wondered whether or not that's his real name because his last name is so appropriate. Solo. He goes, yeah, he's so alone. He's alone. He goes alone. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Where Luke thinks that you do, huh? Yeah. So I remember reading that too in there uh, when we got that book again recently. I had that book when I was a kid, but I don't know what happened to it. But we got it again uh, used at the library, actually, um, for like a dollar, which was a steal. You bought it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh. So, so yeah, I wonder. Yeah, it was a Christmas present uh, a few years ago for you or for Anna. I can't remember. Both of you, maybe. Um, It's probably the wrong. I'm probably thinking of the different thing. Oh, okay. I oh, I just about, realized um, the episode six. If one thing went wrong, oh, the Infinities comic. No, yeah. no, I'm thinking about the, the the storybook that we have, where it's like the photo of Luke with the green lightsaber on oh. the sail barge is on the front. Yeah, yeah and there's like pictures, but it's a lot of words, mostly words. What's up, Anna? Um, I just realized mm-hmm. that I have like a mini um, Return of the Jedi comic book. Oh. On my shelf, and I was gonna read it soon because it looked like, like a oh, complete yeah. copy off of the Return of the Jedi, and I love that. You like it when it follows the yeah. story completely, uh, almost is, exactly. Is it co- it's not even a comic, right? It has pictures mm-hmm. from the movie, right? No, it's kind is of it drawings. It's, it's kind of like a weird shaped comic. Like yeah. there's kind of like weird shapes right. in it. Yes, and is it is it illustrations or is it actual images from the movie? Isn't it images from the movie? I think it's images from the movie. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a cool book. Um, yeah, so so maybe maybe this doesn't mean, though, that Han, his real name isn't Han Solo. Maybe his name has always been Han Solo, and he has made a name for himself. You know what that means? When you make a name for yourself, it means that you you make your reputation, right? So people know that Han Solo is a great smuggler, right? And before that, people didn't know who Han Solo was. So he made his name. He made a name for himself, oh. right? So maybe it could mean that. Maybe it could mean we find out, you know, how he actually made up his name. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, kind of weird. So uh, speaking of weird, Woody Harrelson, who is an odd person, uh, he was on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, which is a late night show. You guys know what Jimmy Fallon is? It's like a talk, like a it. talk show. You know, he has he has guests on there, and he does little comedy bits. Anyway, he was interviewing Woody Harrelson on the late night on late night. I think it's called late night. Yeah. Anyway, he was interviewing Woody Harrelson on late night, and Woody revealed something. And we're going to actually listen to this on the show here. So here is Woody Harrelson revealing. Can we say who you're playing, or do you, you're not allowed to say that either? It's very secretive, these films. Uh, yeah, I play a guy named Beckett who's kind of a criminal and a mentor to Han. <laughs> that's all I can that's say. That's it? That's all you can say? <laughs> I just love the way he sounds like, he's like, yeah, I play a guy named Beckett who's a... Kind of a criminal and a mentor to Han. They're like, oh, he just like very nonchalantly just drops the news, the name of his character. Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> and it's obvious to me that there's no one in the crowd who is like a huge Star Wars fan. Because there would have been like someone going, <gasps> you know, like, oh, it's news. It's news. It's, it's, if you were the kind of you'd be like, <gasps> what? I don't feel like. <laughs> I'm tweeting that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, that was pretty cool. Beckett. All right, now we know. The mentor to Han Solo, kind of a criminal. Cool. Awesome. 
Woody. Good old Woody. I can't believe Woody's going to be in Star Wars. It's Who's so Woody funny to me. Again? Woody Harrelson is he's the actor. He's a funny guy. And what shows have he been in? Well, I, I growing up, I knew him as as Woody in Cheers. He played a character named Woody. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So, oh, um, I remember that now. Yeah, the show about people drinking at a bar. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and was didn't we see a picture of him or something? I probably showed you a picture. Of him. <laughs> so. Um, so next week we are going to be getting Rogue One in the mail. Oh Blu-ray. yeah! Because we don't. I don't like to do the digital. And we're gonna watch it. And I like to have a physical copy, and 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 of course the copy comes with a digital code, so then I can get it on my computer too. But that way I have the Blu-ray disc to put in my Blu-ray player to play on our really nice TV with our good sound bar that's gonna give us pretty good sound, okay sound. You know, it's not like theater quality, but it's gonna be pretty fun. <laughs> looking you, like, down looking all forward to it. Uh, and so you can just go <laughs> beep beep beep. Beep, beep, yep, beep, that's right. Beep, 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 frame beep. by frame. <laughs> so, so uh, in the lead up to this, to the digital release, which actually happened uh, a few days ago, um, so people can like buy it on iTunes now, right? Uh, Star Wars had again. I, they, this is kind of related to the Bob Iger thing. I, it's a really odd marketing strategy for. Um, I don't know. They're they're just making me kind of tap my head and go hmm. I don't quite understand this, but maybe it, it like must a work. Villager. It must. Hmm, a villager. Oh, a villager from in Minecraft. Minecraft. Sure. Yeah, I actually. Did right. It made me it. feel like a Minecraft character. These this marketing strategy. <laughs> I just I just hop around hmm. mindlessly, thinking about this marketing strategy. So, but I guess uh, you know. I don't know. Like I said, I think they know what they're doing, you know? So um, who am I to question the marketing geniuses at Disney and Lucasfilm? Okay, so so Entertainment Weekly had this this week long run up to this digital release, and they were giving us kind of behind the scenes. You know what? I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to talk. We don't have time for this. Well, I had some more news to talk about, but it's not super important news, and and we're kind of running long anyway because of the tangents. So the glorious tangents. So instead, we're going to head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah. The Canon News song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so he, we have some very important Canon news today, kids. Uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty groundbreaking, and I've been holding on to this. But uh, aftermath Empire's End has been out long enough that I can talk about this. Uh, I think, and it's kind of a spoiler, but not really for the plot of aftermath because this is an interlude. So in the interludes, they tell little stories from around the galaxy. A lot of times they don't directly relate to the story. And this one doesn't, but it's awesome. And I'm going to read. Yes. So we see a Wookiee. On Kashyyyk. Cool. A little, a young, a young Wookiee with small hands. Oh my gosh. And his name is Lumpawaru. We know him as Lumpy. But in the book, he is referred to as Waru. Hmm. Wait, the, so that's that, actually Lumpy. Lumpy. That's actually Lumpy. Lumpy is canon. Lumpy, Chewbacca's son. Is canon. But it is canon. actually Chewbacca's son. The Bandolier Wookiee sees Waru and cocks his head. 
He utters a soft purr before the strength seems to go out of his legs. Waru knows him. This is his father. This is Chewbacca. They crash together, arms around each other, the child's head buried in the father's chest. Oh. Chewbacca lifts his head to the sky and ululates a good song, <laughs> a true song, a song of family, of lost love found once more. Aw, cute. cute! Does that cute. answer your question? Waru, lumpy, Cutie. son of Chewbacca, Cutie. is canon. Cute. Thank you so much, Chuck Wendig. Cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah. When I read that, I was just floored. So cool. Baby He's not a baby anymore. Whatever. But he was you. at one point probably a baby Wookiee. Or, as I like to think of them, Standing Ewoks. on the side, outside of his home, walking on a railing. <laughs> More than 100 feet Balancing on a railing, yeah. He would fall and die. <laughs> but it turned out he did and he survived. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> so, Liam is, you're of course referring to the Star Wars Christmas yes. special. <laughs> now, now we really have to watch the Christmas special, right? The whole thing. Yeah. yeah, we do. Front to back, yeah. All and right. And we need to do, uh, like, a watch through and and record oh, through thing of it. Yes, yes, a commentary track. Yes, definitely. So there's gonna be a lot of laughing. Uh, yes, a lot of making fun. Yeah. A lot so, of. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, as if Lumpy, as if Canon Lumpy wasn't funny enough, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. All right, we have a couple jokes from Evan, uh, who uh, sent us some jokes on Twitter. Evan Nelson MN on Twitter. And uh, he continues to lower the bar. Did you know that Shmi Skywalker had other children? And that her son became a model? Yeah, his name was Mannequin Skywalker. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you get that, Liam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that yeah. That is, a, is it's pretty, uh, it's pretty great. It's, it's cheesy. Also yeah. known as a dummy. A dummy, sure. Yeah. All right, well, Evan has one more joke for us here. Um, actually, he has more, but I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to tell those other ones. They're horrible. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Evan. Love you. Thanks for the jokes. Send us more. What are the first three months of a Star Wars calendar? Mm. January, February, Imperial March. <laughs> you just have to add in a little Imperial in there. Yep. Yep. But it makes it sound it seem like it's boring. Because that's January. I thought it would February. be like in, like <laughs> in April. Yeah. Like that or something. Something that with April Imperial. Oh, uh, oh wow. April, a Imperial. Pure Imperial. April. Okay, that's just horrible jokes. So I like that one a lot better. Yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Well, thank you, thank you for the jokes, Evan. Appreciate it. Yes, thank um, you, Evan. Yeah, so I think uh, I think we're going to now honor 
the fact that Lumpawaru, Waru, Lumpy is now canon, and we will now proceed to stump the lump. <laughs> All right, Liam, you have a question today for Stump the Lump, and you will attempt to stump uh, me. And then we if I don't get it, maybe Anna will we uh, be able to steal it. I, I, want, I want Daddy to do it. Mm-hmm. If he says he gets up, then you can do okay, it. Okay. You used to know this by heart, like easily, uh-huh. but now that it's been so long, it might be a lot harder. Oh, it's been a while since we've talked about what this thing. Okay. is the Stormtrooper's electric weapon in the force of wakens oh the oh okay Mm. uh i know it's a riot control baton is it a z oh anna help me out here is it a z90 z6 he asked me to help him i feel like a z like z95 is a headhunter right that's a that's like a like an x-wing prototype a Z, a Z, a T, oh, is it a T? No, I'm pretty sure no, it's Z. Z, Z 65? No, I'm actually, I don't know if it's a T Z. or a Z. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's a, not a letter after Z. I mean, it's not, not a, number? a number after Z, it's a letter. Oh. Z. ZL5? ZL, ZR, right? Z and then another letter. Letter and Uh, then. Right, control baton. Okay, I give up because I'm going to just have to guess all the letters and I'm not going to do that. So, Anna, can you steal it from me? A Z what? Z. Z. Ugh, I know this. Z. mm, ZR? (laughs) Bam! ZR? Literally? (laughs) ZR. Our riot control baton. All right. Nice. nice. Good work, Anna. Good work. Now you're the lump. I'm, I guess technically I'm the lump. I mean, I... But helped. you're cute then, because Lumpy's cute. Oh, thank you. All right, so we're going to talk just a little bit about uh, Zero Hour. Uh, we'll do that after the credits. So first we're going we're gonna to talk about how people can follow us and all that stuff and, and uh, thank everyone for listening to episode 65 of Children of the Force. And as always, of course, thank you so much to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. And don't forget also to uh, write a review on iTunes and maybe and win that get reaction entered figure. for the so, Bay thing. Yeah. Uh, you your odds are pretty good right now, so, but you if, you know, enough of you write... You can say, your podcast writes, tutorial, person <laughs> someone actually says that, but they really like it. Mm. You can say, your podcast is horrible, JK. So if you'd like to reach out to us uh, in any other way, other than writing us a uh, iTunes review, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email address is... ForceChildren.com Okay, now say it so people can understand. Ah, ForceChildren.com Close enough. Our website is... www.childrenoftheforce.com Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. We would love to get a voicemail from you. 
Yes, I'm talking to you, person who's driving in your car and listening to the podcast, or person who's washing the dishes and listening to the podcast, or probably person who's sitting in a classroom, and I don't know if you should be listening to this podcast while you're in class, but you might be on your iPad. Or going to the bathroom. Or going to the bathroom. That's right. You can don't leave the don't leave the voicemail while you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> that would be disgusting. Wait until after you flush you and wash your hands, hands and then walk downstairs to the computer and then read the voicemail. So <laughs> Okay. Alright. And leave that review on iTunes and try to stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And leave a review on iTunes uh, and to get entered into into that contest and also just to let us know that you're listening we would love it all right four children of the force i'm al i'm in i'm liam and may May the the force be with you All right. Oh, my gosh. So let's talk about Zero Hour really quick, you guys. Really? What did you think of the episode? Anna, what did you think about Zero? And Liam's going to just oh, laugh over there. Oh, it was so good. What did you like about it? Um, I like that Sabine was in it. You like the return of Sabine? Yeah, I love yeah. the return of Sabine. Yeah. No, me too. I thought that was pretty pretty well done. Um, I did kind of wish that she was going to be out of the out of the show for a little bit longer, but... How um, dare you? Well, she was only out for like two episodes, but and so that she her was return out for more than enough episodes. No, I know, but her return would mean more if she was gone for longer. But you know what? I might get my wish because you know she goes back to Mandalore, right? Or not Mandalore, but the Cronus or whatever the planet that she's on. I would do um, wish so that because because I think it's good storytelling. Right? To have her gone for a but long time so and then come sad. back? I know, I know, because I do love her as a character. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind if they just had episodes with her. You know, they I, I know that Ezra's the main character of Rebels, but we have seen The main main character. Right. But they could they could focus on Sabine too in the next season, right? And just have some Sabine episodes. I would be okay with that. Um, I don't like that. Because I really do love this this Sabine story. Would you be okay with that, Liam? Would you like that? Yeah. I mean, so what do you... I feel like I kind of sold Ezra short last week when we were talking about um, Twin Sons. So I think I said something about how, like, you know, he used to be humble and now he's really conceited or kind of full of himself. Um, and maybe what I meant was... I don't know if I, because I listened to that and then I just thought about it and I'm like, I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know if he ever was really humble, you know, or if he ever was. I feel like he never realized he had, he didn't think he had this great destiny and now he does kind of, right? And maybe that's a problem when you think that you're destined for greatness, right? Um, so, so I know that it, it is Ezra's story, in addition to many, you know, all the other stories, it's centrally Ezra's story. But I wouldn't mind if they, if they, um, you know, took a break now and then and did Sabine's story. So we just watched this episode right before we recorded. So I have not had time to do like show notes or anything like that. So just wanted to kind of talk generally about the Bendu um, and about Kanan and Hera. I think Kanan and Hera 
Uh, I think you see more evidence of their relationship in this I episode. I literally thought the Ben yeah. might that, be dead. I literally thought mm-hmm. that when Kanan was gonna go, mm-hmm. they actually like you know when they put mm-hmm. their arms mm-hmm. on each other. I mm-hmm. thought they actually might like do something a little more. Maybe kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Um, she called him love again. Right. This this episode, and she has and, not done that since. Oh, I think before season. Well, before season, season one. one. Like those little shorts, even, right? Did she call him love in season one? Yeah. I think she did. You're right. Um, But remember that very first, like, short, like, two-minute-long introduction to Rebels with Kanan and Hera and Chopper walks in on them in the the cockpit, and they're kind of hugging each other a little bit? Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, since the very beginning, it's been pretty obvious that they have some sort of relationship, but... Um, I think this episode kind of made it even more also, obvious. Also, when Kanan was... What did Kanan say again? He said, like, when... I think, Thron, like, I think Thrawn's really trying Kanan? to kill us this time. Oh, yeah. And then she <laughs> laughed, and she was like, that's only funny because you're alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some pretty good banter. Thrawn's been pretty much trying to kill you the whole time. Well, he's, and, he's been letting them go to learn about very, them, very, right? very very what should I say failing he's been failing so Thrawn would have succeeded this time what was the one thing Thrawn did not account for what's the one thing that he did not realize would happen he didn't he didn't think it was possible it wasn't part of his calculations when he you know the Bendu. The Bendu. He had no idea yeah, the Bendu he had existed. No idea. Pretty cool, right? No so idea. you know, like like Ezra going to get the Mandos and coming back like that. He may have thought that was a possibility. He obviously thought someone might come back because a ship escaped. I'm sure he thought, well, they might be bring somebody back, you know, some uh, a force back to to help fight, you know. Um, but he but had no Bendu idea the Bendu him. was there. The Bendu kept him on the ground, so they didn't know what was happening up there. Yep, the Bendu kept him busy. and right, which uh, is good. Go yeah. Bendu! But, you know, but, the Bendu, yeah. mm-hmm. the Bendu was, was not trying to help the rebels. Right. He was telling everybody, get the heck off my planet. Right. The rebels well, listened. Kill you. The rebels listened. But, um, Thrawn was like, who do you think you are? And <laughs> shot him out of the yeah. sky. Well, no, he shot him out of the sky. Yeah, literally Thrawn. Literally? Literally? I mean, I mean, are you going to be as dumb as that? I thought you were smarter. What? Why? I mean, he, he won. He beat the Bendu. No, he no, didn't. No, he didn't. It the Bendu vanished. Well, so did Yoda after Yoda died. The Bendu didn't die. How do you know? He vanished because he was laughing. Well. Remember that laugh? He was he was vanished and then he laughed. Oh, you, there was like an laugh. echo of the Bendu after he vanished. Yeah, he mm. vanished laughing before he sh- Thrawn shot. Maybe, maybe. Right. Oh, that's there a good was, point. Like, right before Thrawn shot. That's a good point because you could see Thrawn's the 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 shot in the in the ground. Right. Which means it didn't hit the Bendu. Right. Which you know, like people had this theory that the Bendu was never really there on Adalon. You know, that he was just like a figment of Kanan's imagination. That's obviously not true because, you know, he affected things. You know, he sent lightning out of the sky and all that stuff. And also the way the Bendu um, looks so much like the surrounding area of Adalon. You have to think that that planet must be his home planet. Yeah, there must be 
there's probably like a Bendu for every force, like force planet. Oh. It's, and then maybe it fits into the environment or something. Mm, maybe. There must be one on Dagobah then. What if Yoda Ooh, a Dagobah found Bendu. a Bendu and the Bendu like helped him? Oh, because the Bendu's so old that if they right. live on a planet, they just start taking on the the right. like the the surroundings. Like they evolve yeah. within their lifetime because they're so old. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that is a very interesting theory. <laughs> now, is Adalon a Force planet? Like, is it special with the Force? It probably is. Maybe. Then there's one on Mortis. Yes. Although Mortis might not be a planet. Mortis Mortis isn't really a planet. It's more of a space thing that's one with the force. That's Hmm. basically like magical Hmm. because of the force. Yeah. The force is magical. You know, we talk about Mortis all the time. We always bring up Mortis. True. Those three episodes in the Clone Wars were so so game-changing. It's amazing. How much that affects our view of Star Wars. We should watch those again. (laughs) We started watching the first one at Liam's birthday party, but then we couldn't finish the second. That's right, that's right. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I mean, we saw, like, the Rebel fleet. Not all of them, but a lot of them, right? Um, Sato! We saw Masasi squad. That's, remember, so that's that's the Yavin squad, because the Masasi temple is the, the base on Yavin. So that's Dodonna, right? So Dodonna's squad is based on Yavin. That ends up being the the whole, you know, the whole rebellion's base. Right now, it's just his base. But I'm assuming in season four, are they going to be based on Yavin? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Because Yay! we know, but we know they're on Dantooine before Yavin. So. But they are on Yavin. And Dantooine. We see them on Yavin. We see them on Yavin in A New Hope. And in Rogue One, right? New we hope. see. No, we don't. Oh, you mean we see the ghost on the oven? Is that what you mean? Yeah, and we see Chopper. Right. Well, that is going to be about. Let's see. When Rebels starts, it, when the next season starts, I'm assuming at the end of that season, Rebels is going to end with season four, I think. <laughs> and at the end of that season, we're going to see the the Rogue One battle. Right. We're gonna, I really hope maybe, so. Maybe. We hope one battle. We will, hopefully, I'm hoping we'll get to see the battle of Scarif at the end of Rebels. Because we know that the Rebels were there. The ghost crew was there. Or the ghost was, at least. Right? But not during Rebels. Well, it could be. Rebels is, is, is leading up to that time. Rebels is only, right now... Uh, like a year away, a year and a half, so maybe two years away from Rogue One. So basically, um, season four would be all of Rogue One, just in their point of view? No, oh, I don't like know. The last, well, the Battle like of Scarus is at the very end of Rogue One. I know. So I'll just skip to the Battle of Scarif. Oh, sure. I mean, well, I think that Rogue One, the whole movie, takes place in the span of a few days, don't you? The whole movie of Rogue I mean, not counting Jin's, you know childhood thing. Right. But the whole movie is maybe a few weeks long, don't you think? A few weeks. A few weeks, sure. But a season of Rebels is like a year in Star Wars, right? But one episode is like a day. Sure. So ten episodes of Rebels take up all of Rogue One in their point of view. Oh, well, 
sure, but one episode of Rebels could be a week also, right? I mean, it could be... Or one episode you know. of Rebels could be a day, and then, like, uh, like a whole two months later could be the next episode. Oh, totally. Sure. Right. We've seen Rebels, uh, you know, take leaps of time between in between episodes, for sure. Yep. In fact, like, between, you know, between uh, Twin Sons, the last Rebels episode, and... And this finale, I would guess there's at least been a few weeks. Yeah. If not months. Yeah. Right? Because they're getting all ready for this big battle. I mean, they were in Twin Suns also, but who knows? It could be at least, it could be a month or two months in between those episodes. It's hard to know. I wonder if they have that all mapped out with the story group. You know, like, they know years. Like, when did things happen in the year? But do they have months mapped out also? And days? Well. I don't know. <laughs> like a huge calendar? That'd of every crazy. Star Wars event? Oh my gosh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you that like would, a calendar every would, single day that would be, something. Oh yeah, like they could print out like a, a calendar, like on this day in, you know, 22 years before the Battle of Yavin, you know, this thing happened. That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh, it would be like a book with mm -hmm. one thing, like the first day of January. They would write a bunch of things on there that happened. The second day of January, write a bunch of things on there that happened. The third day of January. Yes. Oh, you know what I mean. I get it, yep. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. I want that book. Wow. All right. Well, I think uh, any more zero-hour thoughts? Uh, Thrawn looked kind of silly in his uh, battle hat, Liam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Callus is now a member of the Rebels officially, and maybe even a member of the Ghost Crew. That is awesome. That's I was so, so cool. happy to see that interaction between him and Kanan at the end of the episode. That was awesome. That was very awesome. Ugh, that was so great. I'm so glad he didn't die. I really thought he was gonna die. I when he was I floating, that, he's I floating in that, that was, escape pod. I thought I was. A ship would ram into it, oh. or a ship would shoot it. Yeah, I thought that when he found um, Callus transmitting when, the message. I from, thought Ezra's, that he, from Ezra's yeah, old house, no less. That I was thought awesome. that he would kill him then oh, and there, right yeah. on spot. But he wanted to make him watch. Right. Yeah. He's so evil in that way. Thrawn, he Thrawn. Have been dead. It's he like the been last oh, yeah. thing... Callus sees, it's like Thrawn has a knife, ready has back. The last thing he sees is the ghost ship being blown up, and then Thrawn stabs him. That would be evil. Wow, your brain just came up with that, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, there's no knife in Star Wars. There's only Vibroblades. Vibroblades. Oh, no. <laughs> is Thrawn going to Vibroblade no. Callus, Anna? No. All right. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna call that the episode. What do you think, Liam? Bye. <laughs> no, no, we're done now. You ran away. Vibroblades are so cool. <laughs> 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 any other? Uh, I think Thrawn's gonna vibroblade callus. Any Don't other non? <laughs> any other non-vibroblade? Stop laughing thoughts? your head into the pillow and start telling me if you think that boring. Stop! Don't don't. If you say that, I'm gonna be so mad. Stop. <laughs> Answer me, Anna. Okay.
Okay. It's literally wow. like just do this episode. I think we're just, it's just going to be, it's just going to be like very slowly fading out here. Because there's <laughs> no <laughs> way. Okay. Uh, I think we should be done with this uh, now. Yeah, I think that's Goodbye, good. Goodbye, peeps. Bye, peeps.